Welcome to Pass the Drink Podcast. This is the brother at the bar on Instagram. This show is going to bring you what's going on in the craft beer world, the beer vibes, the events that's what's going on, beer alerts, what's who's got the best swag. It's just the best beer show, and it's focused on an urban, more diverse way of looking at craft beer. This podcast ain't for the brother with the beard and the flannel shirt. This is for the guy with the hoodie and the Air Force Ones that's on Instagram that wants a part of this. So my name is Sam Ross. I go by the name of Brother at the Bar on Instagram. Please follow if you are not following me already. So how am I here and why am I here? Craft Beer 2015. Craft Beer just exploded within Chicago. At that time, I was working at Whole Foods, and, man, I noticed that everyone that came into the fucking groceries was, like, pissed off or seemed super privileged until they got to the liquor department. And I was like, man, I need to, like, man, I need to fucking work in the liquor department because that's... That's where the fuck, that's what's going on, the liquor department. So I worked my way into working overtime into the um, liquor department. So they're like, oh, yeah, you can come and work in a little overtime. You, you can stock beer, but it's got to be overtime. But in that time, I learned what style, when we brewery, you know. So it's 2015. So everyone know everybody was coming in. Like if it was Goose. And then it was no one else. So that's when we started getting these mid-players coming in the game. So every day was like something with a different label, a different style. So, like, they had plenty of work. So I was stocking beer like crazy. So then I got to the point where, oh, he stocks beer so well, let's put him on there in a day. So I'm working beer. I'm stocking beer in the daytime. And when they came in, like, everyone is coming in. They're hipsters. Girls with tattoos, dudes with beards and man buns and shit like that. So I'm like, yo, this is like some cool shit. Like they wear like t-shirts for like 30, 40 bucks. You know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, where did you get that t-shirt that get released? Like, yo, they stood in line for a fucking t-shirt. Like I'm from the hood. Like we stand in line for Jordans and government cheese. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. So then I started drinking. The first craft beer I ever had, like, I'm going to admit it. It wasn't from Chicago. It wasn't even from the Midwest. It was a, it was a scrimshaw. It's all well too. And I, man, I was like, whoa, this ain't no MGD. This isn't like, this ain't no 40. This ain't no crazy horse. This ain't no OE. This is like good. So I started, I worked my way into bar backing. So I left stocking beer. So now I'm in the, I'm running around the, bar and I was pretty good bar back like I was a damn good bar back had to get glasses clean I learned how to change kegs learned how to keep the keep the beer rotated learn how to keep everything sanitized in these days and times sanitization like sanitization so I learned how to keep everything clean and sanitized and learn the beers and be able to talk to the Customer, the consumer, the gas is coming in. Then I 
started beer blogging. I took a year, like I took a year off Facebook. I feel everyone should take a one solid year off social media. You know, so I took a year off social media. So I took a year off Facebook, but I wasn't Instagramming. So I got on Instagram because I feel like the content was more create uh, control. And so I started, I created a page called The Brother at the Bar because when I started visiting places, uh, tap rooms, other bars, I was the only black guy there. I was the only brother at the bar. Like, they wouldn't even, man, a lot of these places, <laughs> I even hate to say this shit right, like, they ain't got no brothers like fucking washing the dishes and cleaning the bathrooms and shit. Like, like it's just like, man, like, so when you walk in these places, this is at 2015 at this time too. Like, like let me like clean this shit up. Fuck. But it's like, this is at 2015. So like no one knew that it was going to be explained and shit. So I was the only brother going to these tap rooms. I was the only, like, they didn't even have no brothers working them. So I was like, hey, this is an opportunity here. So as if, and everyone knows this bar back. It's only a matter of time until you become a bartender. So I, I started bartending. I got a job at a bartender, at, but it wasn't a regular job, a uh, bar. So if one of these would happen to blow up at the same time in Chicago, a food hall in the most happening neighborhood in Chicago is Fulton Galley. It's fucking the West side. It's fucking like, um, like true gentrification over there in Randolph street. Like I'm telling you, like when I was like 22 years old, I was working downtown, like the same place I was working at. I went to go pick up a freaking goat for a lady that worked in the mail room. She's like, Sam, did you drive? Yeah. Can you ride over to Randolph street and pick me up a goat? Like, yeah. No, that was like, yeah, that was like 20 years ago. Like, Dr. Dre's album was out. Because I was like, yeah, I'm going to go pick up Dr. Dre's album. Like, while I'm out picking up your fucking goat. It was a chronic 2001. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, I start, I started bartending in the most happening, happening spot in Chicago. I'm blessed, man. Like, I'm bartending. I'm coming up with cool drinks. And our manager at the time, man, the dude was like, thank, man, God bless him because he gave me my start. But the dude was like a walking shit show. He was like a stereotypical, like, badass bar manager. Like He was, he was like, drank too much, couldn't keep up with the books and all that. But, like, he looked the role. Like, he was like dirty old white guy like that but been bartending like since he was 17 and had like all this experience but he was terrible and so like half the time when the beer reps would come in to try to sell him beer he'd be like half hung over and shit like that and then they would talk to me and then that's when I established some pretty cool relationships with people like above my pay grade at the time like people like Calvin at uh spiteful matt at noon whistle like these are guys that like they knew they saw something in me they knew i wasn't gonna bar back forever they knew how fast 
and how small this craft beer world were. And I think they pretty much must knew how shitty a manager this guy was. And like his time was fucking like over. So like, let me hook up with this guy that's selling our beer. Cause this this guy ain't fucking gonna last. So I started meeting these guys. So I said, man, let me start. Like really, my page really started growing. I started meeting people. I started bartending more, and then it started becoming craft. I really knew that's when I really started picking up. Things started picking up. Like, the blessings started rolling in as far as the content and things of that nature. And I was making, man, I was making, man, look, I was making good money. I was making, bartending is a great field. I wish more people uh urban people got into bartending like you just don't know how important or how much a bartender means to the right person so i'm making great drinks i mean great contacts i'm meeting these people i'm becoming a great bartender i'm really tr- learning my craft and my and my page is is just growing so what's so what else would happen to a brother that's making all type of fucking great ass money and making contact? Fulton Galley clothes. I lost my fucking job like that. No unemployment. You're a bartender, man. Like at it's like you're everything until you're nothing. And then when you're nothing, it's like, oh man, it's bartending. Like you might as well be selling crack. You might as well be on like selling heroin. An out-of-work t- out bartender might as well be, like, he has no compassion. Because, like, oh, you was, like, getting people fucked up and drinking and, like, so what? Like, you go get another CD place. And, like, no, these establishments, these establishments were, like, great establishments. I was in the Fulton Galley. Like, I was in Fulton Market, the best place for the gentrification. You know, like Eddie Murphy said, like, yo, my neighbor's... Paid a million dollars for this place. A week ago, homie was over there smoking crack. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, and I was nestled in the neighborhood. So when these guys came from Google and from um, these great organizations and great startup companies, um, video game companies came to the bar and they were able to talk work and they lived in the neighborhood. And guess what? I lived in the neighborhood too. And it was just another perspective of, yo, this is what gentrification is. It's going to be some rich people. It's going to be some poor people. It's going to be some working class people. And guess what? That's when the conversation started to happen. So, like, like I had a conversation with a guy. Like, he's still my buddy, like, on untap. Like, he like he made me uncomfortable. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, Sam, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm a millionaire. Like, no, bro, don't tell me that shit. Like, man, don't, don't fucking tell me that. Like, we had a great come. Look, bro, we were cool. You just coming in, like, fucking buying drinks, tipping nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, But with that being said, that's why this podcast is going to be so great. Because you're at the bar. I'm at the bar. We gotta, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk about great beers. We're going to talk about what's going on in community. We're going to talk about what's going on in sports and who's got the best food, who's got the banging ass chicken wings and shit like that. And yo, 
I came from the South side, you came from the North side and we ended up in the West loop or you're from Michigan and I'm from Chicago and we end up in the West loop. We're going to talk about these great ass beers and like, what the fuck's going on in the world? So with that being said, the brother at the bar started blowing up, man. I'm making contacts and all of this shit, right? Lose my job. What the fuck? So I got real personal. I make this post. I say, hey, I just lost my job. Anybody got an extra bartending shift, an extra bar back shift, anything doing within the industry? Because I love the industry at this time. I chose the industry time. I want to talk about gumball head and fucking anti-hero and fucking walking to the, the tab room. I wanted to stay in the industry. So I made a post very direct. Hey, if. You got an extra bartender shift. You want to carry some ice? Call me. So a week or so go by. I'm filling an application. I get a phone call. This guy say, "Hey, I think I get you a job at Goose Island. I think I get you like a, a shift or something at Goose Island." I said, "Okay." I said, "What's your, okay, guy? Guy's name TJ. I probably say his name once, maybe twice in this podcast. He's a very humble man and very private man." I call him my brew pop. It's my brew father. Calls me up and says, hey, man, like we got to do this bartending shift. And uh, I said, okay. So I go at Goose Island, man. Like, man, like Goose Island 312. Oh, my goodness. I'm nervous as shit. We're doing a Vans event. So I come there. They give me a pair of Vans. They give me a T-shirt pair of van shoes i'm behind the bar and i'm doing a private event and uh the next day i do a mick jenkins concert at the house of vans and then then it's i said oh, i don't know if i got the job or not but they really like me i think they like me they like they like my style they like my style but that was just a little just a little work with so I still need some full-time work. I still need some full-time work. So a blogger that I'm following, her name is Mickey. She's Black and Brew Chicago. She has an awesome following. You're probably following her already if you're fucking following me. I'm just, like, keeping it real. So she calls me and said, hey, Sam, I see that you need some work. I said, yeah, Mickey. She said, I'm going I'm to contact you with this guy named Jason. And Jason is all about beer. And he's super real. And he needs an assistant. And the first person I thought about is you, the brother at the bar. I said, cool, Mickey, I want to go meet this guy. I go meet Jason. And me and Jason are total opposites. I'm, as you can see, I can talk a lot. I'm outgoing. I'm speaking of this and that. And Jason's just nodding his head. And says, you know what? I need to know what you're talking about. I'm sure you know styles of beer. You know these people. You know that. I need to know what you're talking about. At that time, they had 22K. They had 22 taps at a Lulu Brew Pub. Jason works at a Lulu Brew Pub. He's the head brewer at a Lulu Brew Pub. We're going to get much more into Jason into this podcast because he's the only black head black brewer in Chicago. But Jason said, hey, I need to know what you're talking about. We sat there and we drank from 22 taps. 
just taste us. We're not going to jail. No, like, <laughs> I I am Bassett certified. We had water and it was less than an ounce. So we sat there and we talked beer. And Jason told me, he said, guess what? I got another guy coming in. He knows how to brew beer already. And I pretty much told him he got the job. But it's something about you, man. It's something, it's something you know about beer. It's something about your personality. It's something I want to like teach. He wanted to teach another brother how to brew beer, and that that's so important. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get super urban on this podcast at times. I get unapologetically black at at points, but I'm like, don't get it twisted though. I'm. From, Fucking from the suburbs, <laughs> from a 2.1 family house. <laughs> but Jason wanted to teach another brother how to brew beer. And I was the yin to Jason's yang. Jason didn't block. Jason don't block. Jason don't even have an Instagram. But for this to work, for this podcast to work, for more brothers to be at the bar, I'm like... I want to change my I want to change my handle. That's the goal for this podcast and my page. I want to be more brothers at the bar. I want to be more bars for brothers shit. So, for that to happen, Jason taught me how to brew and I taught I think I think and I think it did rub off on him. Jason had to be a more a little bit more charismatic when it comes to the great things that's going on that he's doing and that's what he's teaching about what he's brewing. Brewing beer is hard, man. It's fucking hard. It's like part science and part plumbing. And like anybody that knows like a union plumber, they know that the guy's not stupid. He's not dumb. He knows a lot. So Jason started teaching me how to brew beer. And I'm learning how to brew beer. We're coming up with some great funky stuff. But at the same time, the brother at the bar is blowing up. And I got that phone call. I got drafted. TJ, the brew father, has called and says, do you want to work Bourbon County Stout release day? Black Friday, people are standing in line. Man. They talk about how bros be standing in line for fucking Jordans. Go Google Bourbon County Stout release dates and see how that. So, like, it's like a million people standing outside of Benny's and places like that. And I'm blessed with the opportunity that I'm working a private event for this place. So I'm meeting people all over the world that have won a lottery for this specific beer, the number one beer in the world. I'm touching the number one beer in the world. So I'm blogging. My page is blowing up. Guess what? Stay at home. Stay the fuck at home. Wash your hands. Cover your face. Don't fucking sneeze around me. Bro, wash your hands, bro. So a Lulu, this is a small little brew pub. Small little brew pub. They kind of sh- cut me down because uh, they're just not selling work no more. Like it's the work has slowed down. But people at Goose have 
pretty much found a way for me to work. So I'm still doing some events. In between that, I get a phone call. Yo, some guy I met, like, like this how full circuit goes. Some guy I met at Fulton Galley, a brother I know named Jay West. Jay West is friends with a guy that runs a brewery, Haymarket Street. And they want to brew a beer. The beer is Harold 83 Honey Ale. We're going to talk about that shit next week. I'm going to leave you right there. But like, once again, my name is the brother at the bar on Instagram. This is Pass the Drink Podcast. I'm going to be your host, and that's a little introduction of who I am and how I'm fucking going to give it to you every week.